You are listening to the Horse Radio Network, part of the Equine Network family. What a beautiful day for horses in the morning. You are listening to the number one horse podcast in the world. Here's your entertaining look at the horse world and the people in it. Good morning, everybody. I am Glenda Geek in Ocala, Florida. And I am Jamie Jennings, and I'm also in Ocala, Florida. What? <laughs> yeah, you're listening to Horses in the Morning on the Horse Radio Network for Wednesday, January 3rd, episode 3335. Happy New Year. It's Wednesday morning. That means Jamie and Glenn are back to talk horses with all of you. Well, let's be honest. Jamie talks horses. Glenn is just here to hassle Jamie. Enjoy the show. Well, Happy New Year, everybody. We have a fun show planned for you today with a very special surprise for me, anyway. <laughs> surprise! Uh, <laughs> I'm at your door! Open uh, up! <laughs> we have animal communicator Leslie is back on. She's been a regular on the show. She's going to help Auditor Libby communicate with her departed horse, Suntan, which is the first time that has happened on the show. Plus, Dr. Christie is back, and she's going to talk to us about all things to look for in foaling season. It is that time again. And in the post-show... Jamie and I are just going to get caught up on uh, what happened over the break. But in the meantime, Jamie is here in my studio in Ocala. It's crazy. I was visiting, I am visiting my mom up in the Palatka area, and I just called Glenn. I'm like, I don't have any way to do the show, so I'm going to come to your house and do the show. And I was in shock. I I don't think I reacted because I was like, what? Are you really? Yeah, you weren't (laughs) excited, so I I, took that as Not that I wasn't excited. I was kind of shocked. (laughs) Yeah, so here I am in Ocala, and I mean, we have a day. I Well, you have some activities planned That's for right. me that I didn't well, know I was going to do. Let's let everybody know, this is the first time in maybe 13 years since we lived in Lexington that you've done the show in my studio. I didn't do the sto- show in your studio in Lexington. This is the first, first time, time ever? Ever. Wow. It's the first time you've been to Ocala ever. I've been here, but... Not for not recently to for, see you. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, even not recently since World of Questions. Yeah, but that's... when I used to live in Atlanta, I'd come down here. I looked at horses down here. There's always a horse to come in yeah. a horse shop for in like in Ocala. But yeah, I mean, it is definitely different. Yeah. When I came, there was, I'm like, I was driving here. I'm like, God, I should have bought property. <laughs> if only I knew. Oh, if only you knew. Your two hundred fifty thousand dollar farm would be worth a million and a half yep, now. Yep. <laughs> We're so happy to have you here. It's so fun to sit across from you and do the show. It's probably been since I was at your place last that we did the show together. I think so. You were going to – something else we thought of that had never occurred to me till you called the other night was you've never met Scooter and Nigel. No, because the only times I've been to your place, you didn't have them Yeah, that was before So, yeah, I've never met the horses, so we're going to go out and see the ponies and – you also want me to stop by the World oh, Equestrian Center. It's a requirement so. when you come to Ocala now. You have to go there. We'll have lunch there, and uh, you'll get to see the most impressive equestrian center in the world. I can't wait. <laughs> I'm so excited. I was When I was driving in this morning, it was about an hour and a half drive for me to get here. But what I, what I saw was you forget 
that the thoroughbred industry down here is just booming. And there's a lot of little farms, too. Sport horses and thoroughbreds, but there's probably even more sport horses here now than Well, I saw some big thoroughbred farms <laughs> on the way in. I mean, you did, I the way like, you came oh in. Oh, my yeah. gosh, this is amazing. Yeah. It's, you know, it's different than Lexington in the outskirts. All Lexington has in the outskirts is the big thoroughbred farms. Here we have the thoroughbred farms and a million sport horse farms. Well, and that's what I thought, too, when I was coming in. I was like, you know, Lexington, it's all... Uh, you know, foaling, as we're yeah. going to talk to our guest today about. It was all foaling. This was like, here's a track. Here's a training center. Here's a, a farm for racing. It was just a whole lot of actual, it's like they're born in Kentucky and then they, they come here to work. They well, and they come here for their first years. Yeah. Like, they do that because it's warmer or is that the reason? I don't know. I don't, don't look at me. We need to ask somebody that's <laughs> We need to find out why do you come to Ocala? I don't know the reason to the, for that either. Well, we're glad to have you. Thank I'm you. I'm so it's excited good, for you to be here to be and I'm excited to uh, hang out with you all day. That'll be fun too. Unexpected surprise for the first day of the year back. And we are happy to be back talking to all of you. And you know how we start the show? We're going to do it this way. We have a bunch of auditor birthdays to catch up on. And Elizabeth Francis, I did not forget you. She thought I would because her birthday was a couple days ago. And I said, no, I'm going to look back. I'm going to make sure we get everybody. Ina Adams also. Zoe B. Megan Aline. Nancy Reppert. Uh, Katya Korsh. Uh, Renee Kissel. And the host of the Horse Husbands episode every month, Rich Miller. Rich Muller. Sorry. I um, almost got them I all almost right. got them all right. Uh, I was thinking, somebody mentioned Lancaster County today. And Millers are, that's the most common name in Lancaster County. So I read it and went, Miller. Uh, new auditors. We also have some new auditors we're happy to welcome to the fold. That's Claire uh, Runolfson. Uh-huh. And Claire said her husband bought her this for Christmas. Oh, smart man. There's the best birthday or Christmas gift ever. Stephanie Perry also joined us. So thank you and welcome. Uh, upping pledges was Jennifer Morlane and Elizabeth Harris. Thank you to both of you for upping your pledge as well. A couple daily winnies. Obviously, my mom is fighting the battle, and uh, she's doing great, and it's good to, to spend some time with her. But uh, the other daily winnie that I have is going to go, okay, stick with me here, Glenn. Okay. <laughs> the, the job that I, you know, the job that I would like to have at this point in my life would to go, go to Switzerland and become a gardener. <laughs> Really? Yeah. Let me tell you why. Okay. Because, bless his heart, I say bless his heart, he's fine. Um, there's a gentleman, He is his name is Nicholas Puelch, and he is beginning the legal processes of adopting his former gardener, which means the position's open. Now, <laughs> why is this important that I would like to um, become his new gardener in Switzerland? Well, because he is a descendant of the Hermé luxury brand. Are you familiar with Hermé? Yeah. Hermes? Oh, Hermes. Yeah, okay, there that's you go. how I say it. Yep. So this um, luxury brand has been around. It was founded in 1837. I mean, apparently... Since the pandemic happened, luxury items are through the roof. Why? That doesn't make any sense, but whatever. It's cool. Like, luxury items through the roof. Well, this man, Nicholas, he's 80 years old. 
And he decided that he would like to adopt his gardener, who's 51 years old, <laughs> and leave him all his money. Yes. He has no kids or he does has have kids? no children. He's apparently a very secretive fifth generation descendant. Fifth generation. And he has, he's leaving half of his fortune. He owns 5% of Hermé. And do you know what hit half of his fortune is worth? 10.3 billion pounds. So being a gardener paid off in that case, huh? Well, I mean, <laughs> what are you doing to this guy to get him to? And the, and the gardener has like a family and kids. But oh, it also struck me as like how incredible the generational wealth is in the Hermé like line. I mean, I go to the you go to the mall, you see the store, you're like, oh, okay, cool, yeah, that's can't all afford that. any of that. No, nope, don't by. even go in. <laughs> um, yeah, amazing. And and so he is, he has that much money that half of his five percent stake that he wants to give to his gardener, who he's trying to adopt, is ten point three billion pounds. <laughs> that's insane. <laughs> you're right. There's probably an opening. This guy will die eventually, and you'll, he'll have to give it to somebody. Yeah. Yeah. Well, his children, like he's got a, a fa whole family. Uh, apparently, Nick Nicholas Pelch had started a um, nonprofit to send all his money to. He's like, yeah, you guys are screwed. Forget you. I'm giving it to the gardener. <laughs> and there's an opening for the job. So, like, I don't think uh, you can we'll lose. See. We'll see what the lawsuits say on that one. Oh, my gosh. People, <laughs> they must be freaking out. They must be freaking out. So we, I, we had a very, very relaxing holiday. We went on a cruise with Celebrity. It's first time doing Celebrity Cruises. And I'll t you want to know what we did on our five-night cruise? I hope it ends up being nothing and nothing. Yeah, pretty much. It was, <laughs> it was eat, sleep, read, eat, sleep, read, eat, sleep, read. That's what we did on the entire wow. cruise. We really just zoned out. What did you read? We zoned out. Um we read books. Uh, yeah. I don't know. What I, I know you read books. Uh, no, what I listened books? to most. I met. She read books. Okay. I mostly listen to podcasts. That was my thing. Like, I don't see you cracking open. <laughs> no. A... no, she listens to books. Jennifer listens to books. And I just pretty much zoned out. And you know what's really amazing about cruise ships now? Internet has always sucked. As a matter of fact, it was hard when we do the horse lovers cruises for me to like work because I was still kind of on the clock. Well, maybe because you're on the, a boat yeah. in the middle of Not nowhere. anywhere. Not anymore. Lay off Starlink. We oh. were streaming TV shows and movies the whole time. It didn't, oh it didn't matter. Starlink is amazing. You could have stayed home. <laughs> <laughs> it was so that. nice to sit on the balcony or just hang out. Yeah. We had two stops. We were in Key West on Christmas Day. Mm -hmm. So it was rainy and kind of overcast and 50 degrees. It was kind of a miserable day, but we walked down to the southernmost point, which is that big, yeah, the big yellow monument thing. Lighthouse looking thing. Yeah. And people go there. There's lines of people to take pictures with it all day, every day. Well, it was windy as heck that day and the, the ocean's right there beside it. And it was coming up and it was hitting the wall and soaking everybody that went up to get their That's picture taken. That's a great picture. Oh, we stood there for 20 minutes and just watched people scream and get wet. <laughs> it, was, it was the best part of the trip. It was so funny to watch these people get soaked to try and run up to get their picture taken before they got wet. Yeah. It was it was the best part of the trip, literally. So we had fun there, and then we just hung out. We did basically nothing. It was so, uh, You know I needed it. I was pretty just beat. I was tired. Yeah. And, and it, then uh, you wake up to me on your doorstep this yeah, morning. So yeah, which just, is a, just an added bonus. A, oh, liar. Like, it brings you right back down. <laughs> right back into added the Added bonus. I'm glad to have you here. <laughs> 
Well, let's. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit more about our break. I haven't talked to you about yours at all. I don't know what you did at all over Christmas break. So yeah. we'll talk about that mostly in the post show when we get. To I that have. Today. I have a, a strange announcement to make. In the post show, do you or know, do, no, no, oh, right, right now? now. Do you know how many horses are at my house right now? I there's usually twelve, right? So there's a slew of my own horses and a slew of training horses. Well, now that it's January and February comes next, and February sucks, and this whole this for months, everything has been really brutal for me. Uh, and I just needed a break. There are currently four horses at my house. Where the hell are all the other horses? Well, horse and hound. I just finished training the last. <laughs> Here one. they come. I sent it back. It's ready for adoption. And I said, "Don't send me anything right now. I need a break." And so, um, the all the training horses that I have, I just decided to take. I usually take February off because the weather sucks and. You can't do it. Shocker. I still don't have an indoor. It's really hard to train horses on ice. Yeah, yeah. it is. Yeah. It is. And so, but now that this happened and I was coming down here to see my mom, I just said, okay, everybody, I'm taking a break. So my next horse doesn't come till March 1st. And Four so horses? There are my two gray horses and my two buckskin horses. We've got Ace, and Ace, the four-year-old thoroughbred, Miles, the four-year-old Andalusian, Duke, my awesome senior buckskin and then his um duke 2 maverick uh he is uh, the other one this has to be the least since you've gotten married uh, my husband sent me a message he's like what is happening here i don't understand. he's like there's no stress except for the you know the puppy in the house which we probably should report on that as well but yeah it's it's crazy and there's i haven't had a break you know and this and is I, I, I am I thought you were gonna say twenty. Uh-huh. You know, I thought you were yeah. gonna go the other way. Yeah, it's just been a, a hell of a I think you're gonna enjoy month. this little respite actually. Yeah. Well I'm planning We were um, both pretty fried there. Yeah. yeah. Well, yours is work, mine is work. personal. But... Well and work. And, you were working. And work, yeah. yeah. But it's it, with my family stuff going on and and my horse trauma that I've had, I yeah, it's nice to have a little bit of a break from all of that and farm boy's gone for a month so that's I really mean, there's a real reason a real there's a real reason. reason i can't do all this <laughs> the by truth myself. comes out <laughs> what so he went to see he's going to singapore like i think he leaves today to go to on some sort of well okay that boy conference. that six foot two cowboy with a hat that makes him look seven foot's gonna really stand out and oh my i was like do you <laughs> understand what you're getting yourself into they've been like taking cultural lessons because in singapore you throw your gum on the ground. Yeah, you're out. You're, you're, in, you're out. Yeah, here. for five years in jail. Yep, yeah, yeah. So, or they cut uh, your hand off. Yeah. So we, we talked a little bit about the cultural shock that he's going to be. Is he allowed to wear a cowboy hat in Singapore? I don't think he'll take it. He, <laughs> he doesn't wear it on campus. He says it causes too much of a there distraction <laughs> in Oklahoma. So yeah, I don't think he's taking it across the ocean. He's still going to stand out about a foot above everybody else. I know it's awesome. <laughs> well, that's good for him though. That'd be great. Yeah. All right, sounds good. Well, let's go to our first guest. We are heading to Leslie from ispeaktoanimals.com. She has come on and done readings for Jamie and I and some of our listeners. We're going to try and get her back on a more regular basis this year. And uh, we usually ask auditors for this. So if you want to become an auditor, just go to horsesinthemorning.com. Click on the auditor banner to join that as for as little as $3 a month. Let's give them a call. We have Auditor Libby and Leslie from ispeaktoanimals.com. Leslie, welcome back to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me back. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you, too. And from what I hear from our booker, Ashley, you're going to be with us more often. I'm glad to hear that. 
That's going to be fun. Oh, so yes. Thank you for having me. Well, we have one of our terrific auditors on. Her name is Libby. Libby, how are you? Hello, Glenn. I'm well. Thank you. Where are you, where are you from? What what state are you in? I uh, live in Houston, Texas. And so you're in Texas. And uh, how long have you been listening to the show? About a year and a half. Okay, so you've heard Leslie on here before. You, I have. Okay, so you know you know how this goes. Uh, all right, Leslie, take it away. Libby, thank you. I have a photo of your horse Suntan, and um, yes. from what I understand, um, Suntan is um, in spirit. Is that correct? That's correct. And how old was Suntan um, when they crossed? Um, twenty about twenty. I want to say close to twenty years. Yeah, and Gosh. how old was Suntan when when you got him? A weanling. Oh, okay. Wow. So, um. What I like to do, Libby, is I like to just take a second and ask Suntan to tell me about themselves. And that just sort of gets the conversation flowing. But I will tell you um, whatever Suntan says, and then we can ask questions. Okay? Okay. That sounds good. Okay. Do you have some specific questions that you have in mind? If not, start thinking about them now. Okay. I'll be thinking. Okay. <laughs> So, um, very, very smart, very, very smart horse, um, and really seems to, um, you know, pick up on things pretty quickly. Um, now, suntan says surprise, which usually means when you um, got suntan that um, you either weren't thinking about getting a horse or you were maybe looking at a different horse or it just didn't go like you thought it was going to go. So, um, was, was it planned? <laughs> Not exactly. Um, a friend of mine said, I don't know who else I can, uh, give her to. Mm -hmm. And, um, and no, it wasn't planned. I wasn't ready. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so Suntan um, actually has a good sense of humor. Um, so did you find that she was, um, you know, lighthearted and a little bit of a goof? It, it, she, to me, she seemed serious. And maybe that's because um, I, I, it took me a little while to get to know her, her true nature. But mm -hmm. yeah, she was playful. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think she had, you know, some trauma, which didn't make it always come out, but she did definitely have um, a lighthearted side for sure. Um, I can see that. So um, do you have some questions for her? Um, I, I wasn't with her at the end. Um, I had her in a freely situation, um, and I just, you know, I'd like to know, I, I, um, 
she had an injury and then degraded after that. I just want to know kind of how that was for her. Hmm. Um, you know, she says that, you know, just in general, animals, animals always tell me that they view death much differently than we do. Um, they don't usually fear it like we do or um, aren't really scared about it. Um, we put far more fear and, uh, from the unknown into it that they do. And um, she says that um, at first when she got injured, she thought everything was going to be okay and she was going to recover um, but she quickly realized that, you know, that wasn't the case. And so she said that she, um, you know, kind of accepted that, that she wasn't going to be here much longer. Um, and sort of just really kind of prepared and accepted and, and wasn't really, um, worried or scared. Um, she said that she had, you know, been here long enough. And um, that it was okay to go. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Um, another thing that came to mind was um, I rode all my life. I competed um, hunter jumper. You know, it. Santana was the first horse that I ever experienced from a weanling. And um, I just. I, I feel compelled to um, apologize for, to her for all the training she had to go through to educate me. Mm. Actually, she's um, shaking her head and laughing. And she said, <laughs> um, well, what is life about but learning? So, um, you know, actually, she's so smart that um, she liked learning new things. And, um, so no, she doesn't feel that way at all. She feels like it was a journey for both of us, both of you. And that, um, it was something that kind of bonded you together. So, um, she said, why are you apologizing for spending a bunch of time with me and doing fun stuff? <laughs> so she doesn't yeah. feel that way at all. No. Yeah. Well, she was a very special horse to me. Very beautiful. Very beautiful horse. Um, mm. Just so smart. So smart. And, yeah. um, you know, she um, she's actually, you know, grateful for the life that she had. She said that, um, you know, that she had all of the things that she needed. And um, she said she did a lot of things. And, um, you know, I guess with you guys together, maybe she's talking about training. So she feels like, um, you know, she had a pretty good existence. Right. I, yeah. I know um, that I know that uh, Scooter would have a completely different answer to that. He'd be like, yeah, you were a miserable <laughs> jerk. <laughs> you didn't cut up my carrots, Glenn. <laughs> He'd be like, he would have a completely different answer for that one. <laughs> we have time for one more question, if you if you have one, Libby. Oh gosh, yes. Um, 
are there any um i don't know if this is something that that um you can get from her but are there any moments that kind of um come to her mind or that that any experiences that were kind of new and different and fun or um yeah yeah um that, that's it yeah so she said that um she said you're gonna you're gonna laugh she said one of the things that she found kind of the most enjoyable or the most fun um wasn't all the training and things like that but it was when you would be out and she would be following you around and either you would just be walking around all over together. She loved that. Um, she said that you would you know, kind of talk to her. Um, and that was her absolute favorite thing. So, you know, it's so funny that, you know, we probably think all oh, the time I went to, you know, Paris and they're like, yeah, the time that we walked around and talked, that was the first part. So, um, so she said that's her like fondest, you know, sort of kind of like your hand on your heart, remember and go, ah, you know, sort of memory. Oh, thank you. Yeah. So she's very grateful. She thinks she had a very good life and, um, and she doesn't want you to worry about a thing. She's fine. Thank you. Thanks, Libby. All right. Well, thank you both for doing this today. We really appreciate it. Thank you, Libby. And uh, thank you for being a beautiful. I was just, that was awesome. Wow. I'm just so, so touched. That was, I'm sure Libby, that was a lot of what you needed to hear. It is. Absolutely. It, yeah. Mainly because, yeah, mainly because I wasn't with her in the end and, you know, uh, this helps with closure. Guilt is a very powerful emotion. <laughs> it is. When, especially when it's not um, an emotion that you need to feel. So, good. So you can let that one go. Let it go. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Suntan doesn't want you bothered with that anymore. And that's a great name. <laughs> yes, I know. I love the name. the name. I don't think we've ever heard the name Suntan for a horse. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thank you, Libby. We really appreciate it. And Leslie, where can people find you? Where can they go? Yeah, my website at ispeaktoanimals.com. And you talk to, uh, people can hire you and uh, they can have this conversation with you in private. They don't have to do it on the air, right? That's right. And I can talk to animals that have crossed over or that live with you today. Um, So we can talk about behavioral issues or aches or pains, or we can do like we did with Libby, where maybe there's some unanswered questions or something that you want to say to them. Very good. Well, thank you both. We appreciate it. Well, you know, I don't think I'd have the guts that Libby did because I don't think I want to know what my horses think of me after they're gone. <laughs> I, I don't know. That guts. was that was beautiful because, you know, she wasn't there. COVID hit, the pandemic, you know, all the, the, the reasons that she wasn't there. And so I would imagine you sit with that. I mean, horse stuff is the reason and animal stuff and human stuff, these feelings and emotions that we have, those are the things that make me not sleep. Like at three o'clock in the morning, I wake up and I do the right thing for Pharaoh. Did I do this? Did I, you know, and so to have that guilt that you are putting on yourself relieved is such a 
beautiful thing and and the closure that you get from that and no that was that was fantastic well, what else is fantastic is right now over at statelinetech.com, you're going to find that they are highlighting their cold weather supplies. And uh, I don't know about Oklahoma, whether you've been getting any snow or ice yet. Let me just let me interrupt with that. Um, <laughs> we were walking around your backyard and I got to see the Jesus shrine back there. And um, your wife is like, we need to go in. I am freezing. <laughs> Like it's it 68 degrees. What <laughs> is wrong with chilly you? chilly out there today. <laughs> oh so yeah, maybe the cold weather gear for those of us who live in like a normal climate. Yes. <laughs> SaleOnTech.com. And they have a whole bunch of buckets. Do you use the icers in the buckets? Uh, Outside? I'm a little more bougie than that, Glenn. I have heated Nelson water. Oh, there you go. <laughs> you can find those here too. <laughs> Insulated buckets, all kinds of heaters, uh, coils, all that stuff. That's because I wouldn't move to Oklahoma without them. They didn't have all this fancy stuff when we had our farm in Pennsylvania. No, you it was like the heater years. you stuck in the water bucket. Yep. yep. That's yep. all you had. And you hoped you didn't burn the barn down with the thing. I've, I've done that as well, my friend. So um, I haven't always been bougie, and my husband hasn't always <laughs> made me move to Oklahoma. Um, but yeah, I've, I had all those. So they, and I do have. Um, one out in the outside water trough, and it's one of the floating ones that, oh, yeah. you know, if yeah. you drink it down, it, it has to go in a metal-type trough, and then there's the ones that can go in rubber trough. Yeah, there's a whole lot of science between uh, mm. trying not to burn your house down. <laughs> in the wintertime yeah. of all times. Yeah. So head on over to StatelineTech.com. Now, coming up next, this Horse Health Report is brought to you by Daily Dose Equine, non-GMO core nutrition for horses and ponies of all ages. And we have Dr. Christy Grand joining us. She's been on before. We're talking about babies. Well, you know what happens when you have good intentions? You get an emergency call. So Dr. Christie is unable to join us as she is on an emergency. She was going to talk to us about foaling, but it sounds like somebody's foaling. Yeah. It's funny how that works. <laughs> funny how that works. Yeah. So we will get her back on to continue to talk to her. If you do want to check it out and ask her any questions at ckequinehospital.com. But I will update you on... The probably the best part of my December, which was we got a puppy, yeah, and I loved his puppy, and it's the cutest puppy, and um, Winks, Winks, named after the famous Australian racehorse Winks. We have a thing in naming female dogs after power powerhouse mares. So uh, yeah, um, didn't quite know what she was for the, the, the. If you haven't heard, we got this puppy. She was kind of at a was she a rescue? She was a crack house dog. Oh yeah. So. Like I said, a moment of clarity, somebody surrendered the puppies from this house. Um, and actually, the lady I got her from at the rescue went to their house. And I was like, listen, find out what the parents are. Because apparently the mom and the dad are there. Probably going to be siblings in the future. Uh, but find out what the, the parents are. So she she said, okay. Let's just she get to the door. And because uh, she went to pick up the rest of the litter. They surrendered half the litter and then surrendered the other half. So she goes to the door. They chuck the puppies at her and close the door. And so I was like, what were the parents? And she's like, I was too scared <laughs> to find out. I don't want to get shot. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, it's a, it was a house in Norman that uh, wasn't making good decisions. So um, unfortunately... Uh, or fortunately, the puppies got out of there. Uh, so she took them back to her house and it appeared like it was a border collie, which I've had several half border collies in my life and they've been just the most wonderful dogs. So when Chad and I 
uh, decided to start looking for another dog. He's like, I want a border collie. And I was like, listen, I think a half is all you need. Because <laughs> a full border collie takes a lot more training than you're going to put in. Uh, and I'm the one who has to do all the work. So let's get a half. Well, he was like, oh, yeah, we'll talk about it. That night was the puppy was posted in our next door group because I know that because I go on next door to try to find content for the show. So I see this puppy, I show it to Chad. He's like, oh, okay. So I was just going to go look at it. I get there. I'm like, I don't care what it is. I have to take it home. <laughs> it needs me. So it was so young when we got it. I don't think it was quite, you know, six weeks old uh, that we couldn't put it in a crate all night. I'm not walking across the house, Glenn, and picking a puppy up three times and taking it out. I'm just not going to do that. So the dog sleeps in my bed. <laughs> I can't believe my husband. Homer sleeps on the floor. The I there were rules about the dogs in the bed. We had rules, but then um, I said, you're gone so you much. You've worn him down. I feel like He's I just need, old and tired. I need Homer in the room with me. I need protection. He'll lick somebody to pieces if they come in. You know, so, and now I'm like, I can't go across the room three times a night. So now the puppy sleeps in the bed and then Homer's on the floor. And so... <laughs> I win. Uh, but I still didn't know what the dog was. So I got Homer one of Homer couldn't this... get in the bed if he tried. Oh, bless him. He wants to so bad. He's just like, why can't I get up there? I'm like, because you're 60 pounds and yeah, you're seven And inches your legs tall. are three inches long. <laughs> he is so huge and so short. I mean, like, you get a hernia lift him into the bed. Oh, my gosh. You see him trying to get in. The... Every once in a while, he's like, I'm going to get in the car. And I'm like, okay, let's just let this play out. Yeah. So Homer is a big old basset hound. Uh, but yeah, so I, I sent the dog DNA kit away, and um, there's a variety to choose from. Kind of what you thought it would be, though. Well, this is so cool. They actually sent me relatives that oh, have really? also had the DNA. It's like 23 and me for dogs. It's a really extensive. <laughs> but Which one did you use? People are going to ask. I used um, Wisdom Panel. Wisdom Panel. Wisdom Panel. And somebody after I got it was like, that's not the best one. It worked for me. Like I, It was great. I'm happy with the results. So um, the, the results are in. This isn't a commercial. We didn't get paid by them. No. You paid should, to have this done. <laughs> we should hit them up, though, because yeah. <laughs> I got other ones I need to test. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so it turns out she is, and this was so exciting to me, 71% Border Collie. You knew it was a Collie of some... Well, she's short hair and she's tiny. Like, yeah. I mean, granted, she was really young, but she's still small. Were you surprised at Border Collie? No, I no. was hoping she was 50% at least. Yeah, because you have this thing for Border Collies. Too. Yeah, border Basset collies, Hounds and Border Collies. Border Collies, yeah. Basset Hounds. One makes me uh, get up and one makes me sit down. Uh, <laughs> so they're great. Uh, so 71% Border Collie and rounding out. They, they give you like kind of categories of, so this is the herding breeds, 3% Australian Shepherd. 71% Porter, 3% Aussie. Then the guard dog category, <laughs> she is 5% bulldog, 5% pit bull, and 4% boxer. She did boxer. come from a crack house. <laughs> I know. I mean, there's there's some standard yeah. generic <laughs> breeds that we're going to see in a crack house puppy. Um, the sporting... How does it get to be 5%? How many generations back is that? I don't know. Because, I, I mean, for such a big number to be 71%, the rest are all fairly small numbers. Like, she's 6% Labrador in the be, sporting It'd dog be category. good to have them on. Just explain to us, okay, it's 5%. Does that mean... Five, ten generations ago, Text, there was actually, one? Actually, we need to break this down. Yeah, because I'm not them. sure how that works. Mm -hmm. In the hound <laughs> department, 2% Redbone Coonhound 
and 2% Catahoula. Those are unique. And 2% Chihuahua. (laughs) (laughs) You have to have Pitbull and Chihuahua in it if it's a crack house dog, so they must have just known where she came from. Does it bark a lot? No, she yeah. doesn't bark. Not, not yet. I mean, she's still fairly small. Yeah, pretty but young. Yeah, yeah. She, she's great. She sleeps on my neck, like right, like a scarf. And I love it. <laughs> it makes me very happy. Um, How yeah. long is Chad going to put up with this, by the way? Um, he's already like, hey, when is she going to? I'm like, I don't know. I just, I mean, I'm still taking her out every night. At least one. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, yeah. So it was pretty I awesome. predict a year old that puppy's out, out of the bed. You think I'll make it a year? That'd be awesome. But then she's yeah. gonna be so accustomed. She's tiny to it. though. If, if she out, was Glenn. bigger, if she was bigger, it would be quicker. She but... was raised this way. She comes to expect <laughs> it. Has she come down off the drugs yet? The she crack? wasn't on drugs. Oh, okay. But she has. We have had to go back to the vet a few times because here's a surprise. She had some pretty severe worms. Oh, yeah. No, not not, not eating uh, chicken McNuggets at the crack house. Hookworms are not fun. <laughs> I'll just tell you that she's been on a couple different prescriptions to try to take care of it. But you know what? Like she she brings me a lot of joy. So do you know when the vets get together in Oklahoma City for their annual convention? They all talk about their favorite clients <laughs> and the ones who spent the most money. You're at the top 10 of that list. I'm probably not a favorite, but they do appreciate my business. <laughs> they appreciate you paying their bills. Actually, one of our auditor's husband is is Winx's vet, Dr. Oh, Otto. Really? Yeah, Patty Otto. Oh, we our, met her. Yeah. yeah. Her husband is the small animal vet at University Animal Hospital. What was his first name again? John. John. Hi, John. He's He's been actually, he was on Horsemanship Radio because he has done some really amazing stuff stuff with prisoners and dogs and I uh, just it's just an amazing amazing dude so if you haven't heard that one go listen to it but anyway well we should have him on again just to talk about my bill (laughs) (laughs) yeah you know that hasn't helped us getting uh you know we've been able to trade for some things over the years usually stuff right that we've traded in exchange for having people on or they uh, you do that that's illegal in the real radio we always announce it though i mean we always announce that this is a sponsor but uh we've never gotten that done with vets no (laughs) nobody cares funny how that works all right well that's terrific I'm yeah. happy to hear that you were happy with the results. And it was really cool, too. Like, they show you um, other accounts of dogs that have been um, also DNA tested. And one was a dog in Houston. And I'm able to email. I emailed the owner, and we, like, chatted back and forth. Oh, really? She also has a distant relative in England. Huh. So I, it's just really cool that all these people have DNA tested, and they're all they're related. So it was really fun. So that's Wisdom Panel. Again, not a paid advertisement. I... I Amazoned it just like any normal person would. (laughs) Hanging out here with the mad scientist who developed daily dose equine horse feed formulas, Janet Geyer. And you might wonder, whenever I get my horse feed delivered to my door in Maryland or Texas or California or Missouri, am I getting the same horse feed? And the answer is... The answer is that it is always the same formula, always the same horse feed. We don't change ingredients. Uh, We are a fixed formula feed mill. Time to learn why some days you're embarrassed to be part of the human race. In Jamie's Weird News. 
Yes, today might be one of those days where we're in Florida and we're like, why are we in Florida? Because exciting <laughs> things happen here. Um, but yes, this is the segment that we read stories that you guys send me. If you are looking through the news, wherever you get it, you see a story and you're like, that's really weird. Email it to me, jamie at horseradionetwork.com with weird news in the subject line. Now, those inappropriate stories that you guys love to send me, uh, I can't read them on the air, but I would like you to know that I really enjoy reading them personally. <laughs> so don't feel like you have to edit. It's just send them all. Uh, but don't feel bad when I don't read them on the show. But this one, we're going to start with one. Uh, and it's it's just kind of like a high end. You know, we talked about Hermes. We're going to we're going to go into some high-end skincare products here in a second, but I would like to thank these people for submitting these stories. We've got Allison, Allie, Delia, Claire, Ina, Amanda, Re- uh, Rebecca, Rosemary, and Lorene. So thank you guys all for sending me your stories. Um, now, there is a company called Sol de Janeiro, and they have a body butter, Glenn. It's called Delicia Drench Body Butter. Why do I hate the name body butter so bad? <laughs> it's because... It- <laughs> It's like the word moist. That one gets me. (laughs) Well, this body butter, body butter, body butter, say it five times fast. Hey, Alexa, body butter. I don't know why. (laughs) But um, this one has hyaluronic acid, uh, copabia resin, passion flower seed oil, prebiotic hibiscus. It's apparently taking over the body butter world, Glenn, uh, helping parched, lackluster skin. It's also scented with velvet plum, vanilla orchard, orchid, not orchard, orchid, and sandalwood, which creates a mind-boosting experience. It's $48 in these tiny little purple jars, $48, and everybody should get it. However, (laughs) seems to be a bit of a problem with this particular body butter and all the concoction, Um, although they are denying it, the company. Apparently it's attracting spiders. What? <laughs> you put it on and spiders come out of your walls and attack you. Or actually they don't attack you. They try to mate with you. That's right. This body butter is causing <laughs> allegedly the company is denying it, but it causes wolf spiders to want to mate with oh, you. <laughs> we once, when we moved to Florida, when we moved in that house, we had the biggest wolf spider. Jennifer is cringing right now in the other room. Uh-huh. We had the biggest wolf spider on our wall. It was the size of my hand. It was enormous. Well, you could have one mating with your hand if you... Uh, <laughs> okay, there's two places you don't butter. want to use this body butter. Florida and Australia. Two uh, places. Or anywhere. <laughs> Apparently, it caused... There's some ingredient... Now, again, like I said, this company is like, this is not true. They've had the spider experts come on and say it's not true. But there's people that are tweeting, like, pictures of the spider <laughs> and their bite after they use the cream. Um so which one is this again? I, we make sure we don't buy it. <laughs> <laughs> it is called um, Sol de Janeiro's Delicia, Delicia Drench Body Butter. Let's face it. Nobody, us or nobody in our audience is buying $45 for a little jar of body That's butter anyway. <laughs> so we you're not losing a lot of business with us doing this yeah, story. <laughs> By the way, passion flower oil has come up before on this show. Why? Dr. Wendy brings it up when she talks about her concoctions and stuff with Chinese medicine. Well, tell her not to rub it on her bum because <laughs> she'll come up and have a spider biter in the middle of it's the day. It's used for anxiety and insomnia. You should use it. 
I'm fine. Who cares about the spiders? <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine. I'm fine. You'll sleep fine with spiders crawling all over you. <laughs> oh, sorry. I had to do this. Come I on. Did forgot. you forget your job? Uh, breaking newspaper. There we go. We're going to head to Florida, Glenn. Yeah, big surprise. Florida man. You were feeling left out. That's why you came down. I know. Polk County, Florida. So there's a man who is facing charges after he walked in to an unlocked apartment. So he didn't like bust down a door or anything, but he. Um, so it's at, not breaking and entering, it's just entering. November 23rd, around 5 30 in the morning, this gentleman, his name is Toby Foster, made his way into an apartment. It was an unlocked door, Glenn. And. He had to have some of the items that he took mm. with him mm. um, to include just two things, just two things. He took their vodka and their orange juice well, yeah. and left. <laughs> he had a mission. He had a plan. <laughs> it says the press release says, that's right. This burglar stole the ingredients to make a screwdriver and left. <laughs> Apparently, he did try to break into other apartments, that, uh, probably for grenadine, I guess. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, but to get all the things, the, the theft value was just over $35. <laughs> that's a really expensive bottle of Svedka, actually. That's, I... fu- that's funny, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Only in Florida, baby. Only in Florida. Oh, I got to hit the button again. I mean, it, it, some people love going into Goodwills. I like going into Goodwills and just seeing what tchotchkes are on the shelf, and I'm going to start doing it more. <laughs> I am going to make an appointment of going into all the Goodwills that I can find and just seeing what's in there because there was a lady, and uh, she went into a Goodwill, and she saw this vase. And I'm going to show you a picture of it because it looks like a bottle that somebody just painted. But apparently it's this beautiful vase with like these colors swirling through it. And um, she paid $3.99. She got home. She's like, she kind of likes doing this kind of thing. So she's on up to date with like all the places to go look. And so she starts looking at the value and people start coming to see it. And they start making offers to buy this. $3.99 vase. But she decides to hold it's out. It's probably god off ugly, too. Uh, it's, it, I mean, it, it's like I. Expensive I, vases are I don't think ugly. I'd pay $3.99 <laughs> for it, but I will from now on because she ran it through an auction and she made $110,000 oh on this vase. On a vase. Did she know it ahead of time? She, no, she kind of like does this. She thrifts and to see if there's anything valuable. But she's like, yeah, um, I'm going to get heat in my house now. So it's not like she's a billionaire doing this. She's like, she's like, this is life-changing money and congratulations. Well, you. good for her. Yeah, right. Was that in Florida? No, that was in Virginia. No, it's a good news story. Yeah. Be in Florida. Next one is. Okay. Oh my gosh, Florida. What is wrong with you? Hillsborough County, where's that? No idea. Okay. Well, there's a Hillsborough County woman, and she is filing a class action lawsuit against Hershey. Oh, I saw this one. Oh, my gosh. She says it's false advertising, and she wouldn't have bought your products. How much is she suing him for? $5 million. She wants $5 million from the Hershey's company because she bought some Reese's and... She thinks they were sold based on false and deceptive advertising. And she's talking about Reese's peanut butter pumpkins, the white pumpkins, 
pumpkin pieces, peanut butter ghosts, peanut butter bats, peanut butter footballs. They have written down in this new story, peanut butt footballs. (laughs) Uh, And then uh, snowmen. But what she's really mad about, she's 18, by the way. Oh, really? I was picturing 40 for some reason. (laughs) Yeah, my age. Like, we're going to make some money. So uh, Cynthia Kelly bought some Reese's Peanut Butter Cup pumpkins in October. And the package shows a cute looking um, on the outside that shows the chocolate pumpkin. And it shows a cute looking carving of the pumpkin's mouth. Kind of like a smiley face. Like a smiley face. Well, she opens it up and... It doesn't have a smiley face carved in it, Glenn. She is upset and she wants to get paid. Her lawyer says Kelly would not have purchased the Reese's Peanut Butter Pumpkins product if she knew that it did not have the detailed carvings of the mouth and eyes pictured on the product label, the lawsuit reads. It also points out that other Reese's candies have lacked the carvings featured on their packaging. And um, other customers are noticing it as well, but... I mean, YouTube, I guess people have been going on YouTube being like, look, I don't have it. Well, she did something about it, Glenn. She is suing for $5 million for them being deceptive and misleading. And where does she live? Florida. I hope that the judge throws this one out. I really... <laughs> How can you even? Or you get your price of your product back, but I. Uh... I want a refund. Okay, here's your dollar fifty. I got a. We've all gotten these. The letters in the mail that you bought something was part of a class action suit, and then they won, and now you get your payout. The last one I got, I, I even forget which product it was, um, but the last one I would have gotten like forty nine cents out of the five bazillion dollars that they. Oh my gosh! <laughs> it's like, I, I've never. That's where the lawyers get to keep it all because nobody applies for the forty nine cents. I just got a lawsuit thing in the mail, and and <clears throat> basically it's like it was like twenty pages, and all Chad and I are doing like, what do we have to do? Yeah, exactly. If you want to be involved in this and you would not like to do anything and just wait for your check, then just do nothing. I was like, I picked that one. <laughs> and usually it's involving a car for something that happened with a car. I think this was yeah. an insurance thing. Yeah. Like State Farm. I'm like, okay, you know what? Cool. I'll just, <laughs> You'll get I'll your just dollar. check. I'll just wait for my check that's coming. <laughs> You'll get your dollar. I We got... We got uh, Right before we went on vacation, I get a letter from the IRS, and, you know, those are always fun. But this looked like a check, and I was like, well, I wasn't expecting a check. And it was a refund from, like, two or three years ago. And it, usually when you get those, it's also tw- $12. No, oh. it's a check, but it, we've gotten them in the past, but it's usually $5 or $10 yeah. you've overpaid or whatever. This was for almost $900. What? And I was like, I hate you're almost afraid to cash it because you know they're going to come back and say, we screwed up. We want our $900 we back. We want you to pay taxes <laughs> <Exactly>. on that. <laughs> but we cashed our check right before vacation. So that well, vacation. you're buying lunch today, okay. my friend. Okay. All right. Well, well, yeah. IRS is buying lunch today. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for joining us today. We really appreciate it. Sorry that Dr. Christie couldn't uh, make it here today. Hang on, everybody. We're going to hang out with uh, the auditors for a couple minutes and get caught up. And then we're heading out. We're going to go see Scooter and Nigel. And then uh, Jamie's going to get her first visit to the World Equestrian Center, and she's ready to be awed. It better be as impressive as I say, or she's going to be really pissed at me. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thank you, everybody. We'll be back here tomorrow. Hopefully, Jennifer and Mary will be here, and then Friday, uh, we'll be back with another Horses in the Morning. It's our first Really Bad Ads for 2024. Yes, you can screw that up for the next two months. (laughs) All right, everybody. Spay, neuter, geld. Mm -hmm.